Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Water Glow Podcast. Yay! <laughs> We're your hosts, Ben. And Indigo. Yay. And, Woo. yeah, um, today we are going to be talking about toxic relationships. Womp womp. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, it's, 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 it's interesting. Like, um, there's, uh, I, I noticed that, like, I, I've had a lot of, like, past memories coming up lately about that. You know, just, it, like, the, the concept has been very heavy on my mind and my heart lately. Yeah. And then I noticed it's starting to, like, become a bit of a collective theme lately. Mm-hmm. Like, I see it, like, all over Twitter. Yeah. Like, there's all over been- the place. There's been a lot of saints about doing what's best for you mm-hmm. and walking away from what no longer serves and, yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. And I've seen, like, so many synchronicities, too, you know. Just oh, like, yeah. Um, I'll be thinking about something and I'll just, like, uh, you know, like, look at the, the song that's playing on, on the Pandora station and it'll be, like, you know, starting over or, yeah. or like, getting out or some, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, those things will do it. Well, you know, new moon, new mm-hmm. moon clearing. A lot yep. of people were given some clarity on some things and the new lunar year. Mm-hmm. So we've got a lot of fresh start sinks there. Yeah. So I hope that if there are people who have been considering walking away from a toxic situation, I hope they do so because that will ripple out. You will be an example for others who are too afraid to do the same thing. Right, yeah. They might see you do it and go, hey, if they could do it, I could do it. Mm-hmm. Bada yeah. bing, bada boom. Yep, yep. And you know, that's something that, like, I don't think it's talked about very much, is how much bravery it takes sometimes to get out. Right. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, because y- you got to be able to put yourself first. Mm-hmm. And, and we're we're told a lot that that's not okay. Yeah. That always be in service to others, and you know, cater to others, and tiptoe around others. Right. So we're programmed to think that we are here to serve others, mm-hmm. which we do. But it's best to be the best version of ourselves first before we go trying to offer aid to others. Right. Right. And, and plus, like I, I don't know for for me, like. Um, I've always been very much like service to others, right? Right. Like it's just like part of who I am. Yeah. I get like, I don't know if I go to too much, like if I get too deep into a situation where I can't do anything, sometimes I have to like take some time to be okay with that. You yeah. Know? Cause yeah. like, you know, I'm a helper. It's just part of who I am. Right. Yeah. You, we both struggled with with stepping back and just being like well i can't do anything in this situation so right all i could do is let you know i'm there to help if Mm -hmm. you need it and hope you do the right do what's best for you yeah and holding space too i mean Mm -hmm. that's something that's like really important a lot of times um i guess i guess with like for for me uh, what has made toxic relationships toxic is when uh, people will take advantage of that. Oh, yeah. It's it's like, you know, I'm, I'm naturally giving and supportive and uh, tolerant of a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I, I 
you know, very much service to others. And certain people want to take advantage of that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. If you're giving, they're taking and they don't stop until you put your foot down. And that's another mm-hmm. aspect of a toxic relationship. It's not always the one that's doing the abusing or manipulating or whatever or taking. It's not always them that is the toxic one. Sometimes mm-hmm. the toxic trait is allowing it to happen while knowing that it's not healthy. Right. Like if you know that your friend or your partner is doing something toxic, unhealthy, self-destructive, hurtful, something that is not benefiting anybody at all, and you're not saying anything about it, then you're also toxic in that situation because a real friend, a truly somebody who practices truly unconditional love for their partner, other half, wife, girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever you want to call it, or friend would say, hey, you're fucking up. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're not doing that and you know that your friend is fucking up, then why are you even in the friendship? Right. Yeah. Something to think about mm-hmm. or relationship. Yes. And, and that's something that like, uh, I think a lot of people uh, don't really notice is that a lot of times friendships can be toxic too. It's oh, not absolutely. just romantic yeah. relationships. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just side note real fast. We've all been the toxic one mm-hmm. and we've all been the the one that fell victim to the toxic one. It's just part of the cycle. Yeah. Whether it be the toxic one by inflicting abuse, manipulation, whatever, or the toxic one by staying in a situation that you know you need to try and leave. We've all been the toxic one and we've all been the non-toxic one. Right. Yeah. So no judgment. Mm-hmm. We're speaking from our own experience from both perspectives, right? Yeah, absolutely. Just and had to point that out. Nobody's sitting here like, I'm better because I've never been an abuser or manipulator or toxic. Yes, I have. <laughs> I have straight up said that many times on Twitter yes. and to people. Mm-hmm. Just speaking from my experience coming out of that. Yep. Yep. And yeah, I mean, a lot of times like my... um I have had like toxic tendencies in relationships in the past, mostly, mostly toxic to myself, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Just you're like, more on the, the toxic by not speaking up. Yes. That yes. kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, a lot of like suppression and like trying to like be okay with stuff that I have no business trying to be okay with. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like if somebody's going to be manipulating you to get what they want Mm -hmm. and fucking with your life and your choices and your free will and stuff and you're just allowing it because you want their validation and love and support then yeah you're the toxic one in that situation yeah and in 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 my experience it like generally for me anyway it, it always came down to these sort of programmed ideas of what it means to love someone oh yeah Right. Right. We were taught what that means instead of experiencing it ourselves. Right. And like, uh, I don't know, it's uh, it always like for me, it, it usually came down to like um, knowing that getting out of that toxic situation would be very, very, very hurtful to the other person. Right. And I didn't want to do that to them. But at what cost? Exactly. Right. Exactly. You were so, hurting. You were mm-hmm. being hurt a lot and you were suffering a lot 
yep. to try and make somebody else happy to the point where it's like if that would have continued, you would have been nothing. Like, you wouldn't be you anymore. Yeah. You would just be a shell of a person that's there to entertain another person. Yep. And I have been there before. It yeah. sucks. Yeah. And like, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't want to like say that something is impossible, but I, I cannot see any way to turn that kind of situation around. Right. I don't, I, I can't see it happening ever. Right. Um, anything's possible, you know, miraculous things happen. All the time. All the time. But um, I personally feel like just like sitting around in misery all the time waiting for, well, just in case they might get better at some point and stop being abusive. Right. It's, I, I just want it to be like it was at the beginning. Yep. Yeah. That's like if you find yourself saying, well, it was good at the beginning, mm-hmm. then that's a huge red flag to you to step back and evaluate the situation. Was the time at the beginning that was really, really good? Does it last longer than the time that it has been bad? Like that's yeah. one of the ways to measure it is like, was it what, like a year? And then you've been miserable for like three Right. You know, like that's how I hate using the word narcissist, but it's really the only word I can think. No, you know, because sometimes people aren't narcissists. It's just good. And then it gets bad. So, like, it really just boils down to this. Like, if you're in one of those situations where you just want it to get better and go back to how it was at the beginning, if you haven't actually just like said that Mm -hmm. to you to this person, then you are also the toxic person in that situation. How can they know that they're doing anything wrong if you don't bring it to their attention? I'm not excusing their behavior by any means. Yeah. But if uh, sometimes in these situations, people can be extremely toxic to the point of abuse and not realize that they're doing, that they're hurting the person that they supposedly care about. Mm -hmm. And that's a trauma response. It's likely how their parents showed them love. Like their parents likely treated them the exact same way. So in their mind, they think that how they're acting, their behavior is a show of love. So Ben and I both dealt with some, not, we were never abusive to each other, but we had Mm -hmm. some similar things that we had to adjust. And we did so by talking to each other about it. Hey, I don't really, that what, when you do that, that doesn't make me feel good. Mm -hmm. And with other things, adjustments, you know, whatever, but At the end of the day, the bottom line is, is if you are in a toxic relationship and you're waiting for it to get better without any sort of conversation or action on either end, then you're, you're, I don't even, you got to put the work in. Mm-hmm. And if the other, per, if you do get brave enough to have a conversation like, hey, something needs to change because I'm not comfortable in this relationship or friendship anymore. If you do get brave enough to say that and and they agree to it, wonderful. But you need to be hyper aware and make sure that they're actually doing stuff to change it. Because it's easy to say, oh, yeah, I'll change. Mm-hmm. I'll, I, I'll make sure I do all those things you told me, you know, I need to do in order to make it work and then not do anything. And then you're stuck for another what? six months, a year until you work up the bravery again to be like, Hey, I told you that these things bothered me. You said you were going to fix it, but then you didn't Yeah, like, or you could just walk away. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes 
you just got to walk away. Yep. And you know, that, that, def, that, that, that pattern that you just mentioned absolutely happened with me yeah. with, with, with my ex. Yeah. Like, um, it was really great at the beginning, started getting bad. Um, and like I was miserable for a long time and you know, I, um, I straight up said like, this isn't really working, you know, yeah. it's, it's, it's not working. <laughs> right. right. And, um, of course there were like minor concessions. Mm-hmm. Um, but it turned out to just be mostly a control tactic. Right. Give you just enough, let you think it's getting better and then it goes back. Yeah. Right? Yeah, exa- exactly. Yeah. And that, that's something that you definitely have to keep an eye out for. Right. And, um, one other thing is, uh, um, when it comes to putting in the work in a relationship, it has to be both. Yeah, both part. If both people genuinely want to make it work, if mm-hmm. they genuinely, genuinely want it to work, they will find a way. Nothing will stop them. The universe will conspire to make sure that those two people find a way to make it work. But yep. if even one of them is not actually in it for the right reasons with pure intention, it will fall apart. Yep. Yeah. And the one that actually wants it to work will be miserable. Yeah. Yep. Uh, been there multiple times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, another thing, uh, I, I was thinking about this the other day about how like things start off good and then they get bad and then they just don't get better. Right. right? Yeah. Um, I've had that happen multiple times in the past and, uh, as far as I can tell, I think what happens a lot of times, um, it, it, it's not even necessarily like overt narcissism most of the mm-hmm. time. It's not like they were faking being happy right. in the beginning. Yeah. Um, I, I think what happens is that like, um, you know, there are ups and downs in life. Yeah. You know, things happen. And sometimes um, you get into a little bit of a bad emotional space. Right. right. Oh, yeah. Um, I know about that. Yeah. I mean, it happens. Happens to everybody. Um, And I think what happens with certain people is that they realize that um, when when you're with someone who is very much service to others, right, Um, there is a certain kind of uh, twisted power that comes along with being in a bad space. Right. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. I know that when I went through that, I, I went into a, a dark space with postpartum depression and a lot of other things played into it, but that was kind of what triggered it. Mm-hmm. It was real easy to just do nothing to get better when your partner's like, how can I help? What can I do? You know, yeah, this, that, and other, it's real easy to just slip in, even being genuinely in love and, mm-hmm genuinely wanting what's best for each other when you're in those not so clear minded places it's easy to allow toxic things to happen yeah but but i mean with, with, with you it like it you never like used it to your advantage oh you yeah know? no you, you were never I ma- just, you never used it as a manipulation tool that's true and, i never did that yeah no. and, and that's kind of what i'm talking about is like oh i misunderstood oh yeah i it's go ahead like, sorry yeah uh, I, I just know that like um for for, for me like the a few couple of relationships that I've had in the past, um, things would start to get kind of bad. And like, you know, I, um, I always do whatever I can to try to help. 
right? Right. Yeah. I, I hate seeing people in bad spaces. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And uh, you know, I do whatever I can to help, and then um, they see that as an opportunity to, mm, to take, take advantage. Control. Oh, to take control. Yes, take Got control it. and take advantage in very subtle, manipulative ways. And it's like if, if you're just if you start to buck against that a little bit, mm. then they're just like basically like this. What's wrong with you? You know? Oh, like, like what, how dare how, you how dare stand you? up for yourself? Yeah, when I'm feeling like this. Oh, yeah. No, that's not okay. Right. Yeah. No. Uh, if your partner is starting that kind of thing or doing that kind of thing where you're not allowed to have your own emotions while they're having their emotions, that's a, that's a power struggle. And that's your partner asserting control over you. How mm -hmm. dare you feel anything while I'm not feeling good? How yep. dare you? This is the most common one I've seen. How dare you be happy while I'm upset? Oh, yeah. That's the most common <laughs> yes. one that I've seen. Like mm -hmm. Ben and I have struggled with that. And we, we just straight up say it like he's told me a million times. He's like, I feel guilty for feeling happy while you are sorting through something and you're not doing that hot. And I'm like, babe, like what? And we figured out it was because he was conditioned mm -hmm. by previous partners and parents to, and parents. Same here to feel guilty for feeling happy. Yeah. When uh, when other people are suffering and, and that's why everybody's suffering because yeah. everybody's like, well, I can't be happy while there's suffering in the world. Well, then how are we ever going to show people how to end suffering? Yeah. Anyway, back to a micro level. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, I have a tendency to zoom way out while I'm doing these because I could see the patterns. Oh, yeah. Um, Back to a micro level. If uh, but, you know, so he just straight up tells me I feel guilty for feeling happy while you feel sad. I take that as an opportunity to express to him that I enjoy, you know, to remind him, I enjoy seeing you happy. Mm -hmm. Seeing you happy makes it easier for me to deal with feeling sad because I know that I don't have to emotionally support you through anything while I'm going through something, you know, like mm -hmm. supporting his happiness. And and through doing that over the course of years, now he he still has moments where he's like, is this okay? But it's yeah. not like it was at the beginning. You used to be, you used to just not allow yourself to be happy when I was not happy. Yeah, yeah. And a, a lot of that was because of like really bad emotional abuse. Yeah. Um, you know. And that is emotionally abusive yes. to be like, you're not allowed to be happy while I'm not. Mm -hmm. That is abusive and yeah. it's manipulative and it's really... It's not something that someone who loves you, who genuinely loves you for the right reasons would say. Right. Exactly. And that 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 is a huge thing. It is sometimes for me anyway, it is extremely, extremely difficult to recognize emotional abuse and manipulation when you're in it. Oh, yeah. When you're in it. Yeah. yeah. It's hard. Like. Mm -hmm. I had that with a friendship, somebody who I dated for a while and then we were like best friends. And she's one of the most incredible people I've ever met, period. But she had some toxic tendencies mm -hmm. from her own trauma. And this is where it, this is also so important to remember that like before we're made aware that we have toxic tendencies, before we understand that a lot of times our toxic behaviors stem from our own trauma and that 
we can control that, we can heal it, we can transmute it, and we can change it. A lot of times people aren't aware that they're doing it. So it's easy to forgive. It's so easy to forgive for, you know, manipulation and mm-hmm. other things, you know, narcissistic like tendencies, right? Yeah, yeah. But you have to put your foot down at a certain point. Mm-hmm. Like you have to stand up for yourself and say, this is not okay. Here's what you're doing that's not not okay, you know. And then if it continues, you just walk away. Yep. Yeah. And, and like that's that's something that's like um, I've I've noticed uh, a lot of times in toxic situations, people will get really uncomfortable um, with you progressing, right? Yeah. Like oh yeah. Like you, you start dealing with some of these um, traumas and stuff, and like you know getting better, and uh, mm. like getting yourself into a more solid, powerful space and uh, getting more solid in yourself and they don't like it right because you're taking your power back yeah there's no when you're confident in where you're at and you're getting better Mm -hmm. you cannot be controlled or manipulated right and people who need to control and manipulate you they don't like that yes that is a huge red flag and I'm just going to be honest, like I'm not even a controlling narcissistic or manipulative person at all. Mm-hmm. But as I watched Ben step into his power and and take full control of his life, I had a couple moments where I was like, oh, my God, if he if he legit goes like 100 percent into his power, like I could lose him. You know, because I have because I refuse to hold anything over his head. I refuse mm-hmm. to manipulate him. I refuse to do anything at all that would infringe on his free will. I want to be with him because he chooses me. Yep. And that's how I work through that. Mm-hmm. Like, I think the risk of losing you because I have released full control of anything that I could use to control you mm-hmm. I, that just makes our relationship so much deeper. Mm-hmm. Like our connection is so much deeper because you're here because you want to be here, exactly. not because I'm holding anything over your head, not because I've manipulated you, not because, you know, I needed to like have the best, you know, <laughs> hoo-ha in the world to make sure <laughs> that you couldn't find better elsewhere yeah. or any of that shit. Like you're here because you want to be here because you love me. Exactly. And I don't have to do anything at all, but be my authentic self Mm -hmm. to keep you here. Yep. Giving you freedom to go elsewhere, you know, even just saying it like that feels wrong. I I grant you the permission to go elsewhere for the punanana. Like it feels wrong. Like you do what you want and I know you're always going to come back. There's no need for manipulation. And Mm -hmm. you know why? Because I am secure in myself. I'm secure mm-hmm. in who I am. I'm confident in who I am. And I'm confident in my connection. So I don't need to be toxic. I don't right. need to be manipulative. Mm-hmm. Like. Yep. I think there was a. Um, was it? I think it was Rumi said uh, love in such a way that the other person feels free. Right. You know? Yeah. And I think. I don't know. That's. That's hugely important for me i mean that's uh part of obviously not all the reason but (laughs) it is part of the reason that like uh i know that we'll be together forever right yeah um we're we're both free 
Like we don't hold shit over each other's heads. We don't try to control each other. Nope. And We're both 100% yeah. free to do whatever we want, including mm-hmm. leave. Yeah. But we have faith in the other that mm-hmm. they're not going to. And not just faith that you will never, ever, ever leave me, mm-hmm. but also knowing that if you had, I love you so much that if you found somebody else that could make you happier, I would want for you to be with them, no matter how badly it hurt me. Right. Because I want you to live your full potential and I want you to be as happy as humanly possible while in this incarnation. And if that were to be with somebody else, then it would shatter me and break me. And I don't know if I could bounce back from it, but it's what I would want for you. And I feel the exact same way. Right. That is what a healthy dynamic is. No control, Mm -hmm. no manipulation, full freedom. That's healthy. Now, easier said than done. Like (laughs) (laughs) we worked extremely hard to get on ourselves, holding space for one another and mending and not mending is a terrible word, but like growing and weaving our connection. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like focused intention, you know, Mm -hmm. any form of control or manipulation is toxic, period. Yeah. And you need to either address the issue, fix the issue, or walk away from the issue. Yeah. Period. Yes. And um, from my personal experience, if someone consistently makes it clear that it is not safe for you to express concerns or feelings or anything like that, walk away. Period. Yep. You need to just walk away. If it's not safe for you to be your authentic self, Mm -hmm. then that is a situation that is abusive and will lead, will, it's highly probable it will lead to an extremely dark space. Yes. For you or both. Yep. And that's, uh, I've been in that situation several times. All of the toxic relationships that I've been in, it's been very, Made it, it was made very clear that it was unacceptable for me to feel certain ways and to uh, raise and address issues. Yeah, see, that's yeah. that's somebody trying to control you. Yep. If you are not from the toxic person's view, it's basically like if you do not change yourself to be what I want you to be, to be what I need you to be, and to do what I want you to do, then you are nothing. You're not worth my time. You're not worth my attention. You're, mm-hmm. you know, unless you're willing to do all these things. Like that yeah. girl told you that one time. Oh, if you're willing to fix all these issues, then you could come back. But until yeah. then, the bridge is burned. It's like, what? <laughs> you want to change my husband into somebody? Fuck you. Yeah. I'm glad you told that girl to kick rocks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Me too. That was the. Uh, <laughs> that that shit blew my mind. Like, yeah. you need to change all these things and then you can have me. Bitch. He's got me. Like, bye. <laughs> exactly. If you can't take him as he is, goodbye. Yeah, yeah. Especially because, like, the the issues that I had was, like, you know, needing space to sort through some shit. So that you could be <laughs> you the know? best version of yourself for <laughs> yeah, yeah. that dynamic. That's so funny. Exactly. You played and, yourself. Yeah, it's funny how that works out. Yep. Anyway. Um, anyway. Moving on. Yes. 
Yeah, if somebody's telling you that you need to change who you are authentically to be what they need, that's a dictator. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> why would you want to be somebody else's puppet? And as, you know, to the people who do stuff like that, who like ask a person to change who they are authentically, why don't you just leave them alone? Yeah. Just leave them alone. Mm -hmm. Go find people who are already what you need, what you want, and leave these people who are just living their life how they want to leave, how they want to live it. Leave them alone so that they could go find friends or partners or whatever that who will accept them as they are. Yes. You know, stop trying to change people. Just go hang out with people who don't need to be changed. Mm -hmm. Boom. Done. Yep. Everybody's happy. Yes. Woo. Yep. Oh, speaking of finding friends and stuff like that, um, another huge red flag is uh, when people force social isolation. That's 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 a big problem. Huge red it, flag. If you have yes. no friends, see, ours is different. Yeah, ours it, is different. We we both went through a lot of changes very very quickly, and like, we didn't force each other. I right. never told you you couldn't talk to anybody. You've right. never told me I couldn't talk to anybody. Forced isolations when somebody manipulates you, like, oh, you don't want to hang out with them. I would know. Yeah. Uh, let me tell you these stories from a decade ago that mm-hmm. make this person look unappealing. Yeah. Yeah. Or just like constantly bitching and complaining. Yeah. About supposed friends. And, yeah. And people that like, you hang, that they hang out with. Yeah. And how shitty they are. Yeah. People that they talk to all the time. Oh, you don't want to, you don't want to hang out with this person that I already have control over who sucks and is annoying because if you talk to them that I might lose control over them. Yep. Yep. That kind of thing. Yes. And, and I, and also like, um, and, uh, uh, my, my ex, but I mean, I had, I had a few friends, right. But when I met my ex and yeah. like, um, they just like talk shit about him all the time and basically was just like, oh, I don't, I don't like this person. They blah, 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 blah. So eventually it just got to the point where I had no friends left except their friends. Oh, imagine that. Yeah. Full yeah. control over everybody. Yep. Yep. He who controls the narrative controls the minds of men. I mm-hmm. had a friend like that. Mm. He would, he would shower people with gifts Oh. And like everything, he would make sure that they knew he was everything they needed. Mm-hmm. Like he could provide them with everything they needed uh, and that he was the go-to guy. I'll take care of you. I'll make sure you're protected. I'll make sure you're taken care of. And then about three months in, things start getting weird. Well, after all I did for you, you can't do this for me. Yeah. You know, like. One time he let me drive his extra car. I made the car payment late a couple times, but I made the car payment every month. And I told him at the beginning, I said, if you ever hold this car over my head as a manipulation tool, I'm not going to give you the payment on the next one. I'm going to hand you the keys. And guess what happened? Mm -hmm. Held it over my head. So I did exactly what we agreed to at the beginning when that car payment was due for the for the following month after I handed him the keys and he was fine with it at the time. Yep. But of course later, you know, oh, you don't want to talk to her. She owes me money. Mm-hmm. Blah, blah, blah. Yep. You know, that kind of thing. If you ever, if you ever slip under out from under his thumb and act out of line, then you're the bad guy. Yeah. And everybody needs to walk away. All his little minions, his little soldiers are like, 
Yeah. Because they're going to lose their meal ticket if they don't. Mm-hmm. Yep. That yep. is like classic case narcissist. Yes. After all I've done for you is a very stereotypical narcissistic thing to say. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. if it were truly unconditional, if mm-hmm. it were truly genuinely from a place of love and concern and kindness, you wouldn't want anything in return for it. Yeah. I mean, I don't even remember like stuff that I've done for you. Like, it's Same. Just, yeah. Yeah. You, we just do <laughs> we it just, without thinking. Yeah. We do stuff for each other. Don't even think about it. Mm hmm. Nobody's keep a score. <laughs> right. We don't keep. Because why? Yeah. Like, I don't understand why people do that. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that people did that until somebody pulled out with me after all I've done was for you. Uh, yeah. What? It's called a transactional relationship. I didn't know we were supposed to be keeping tabs or I would have like been like, well, what about all this stuff I did for you? Besides, oh, <laughs> my memory's shit. I don't, and I don't yeah. want to keep a ledger. I don't want to keep a ledger of how <laughs> how many times I've done you right. Yeah. So that the one time I do something wrong, I could be like, yeah, but look at, look here on, you know, May 22nd, 1995, I did this really good thing for you. Like what? <laughs> who does that? It's huh. just weird. It's weird it for people who do things genuinely out of kindness, genuinely out of place of unconditional love and genuinely with no intention of getting anything in return. It's mind blowing mm-hmm. to me that, people actually do shit like that with the expectation of receiving something in return. Like you owe me for this thing that I did for you with, you know, like you didn't ask me to do this thing. I did it anyway, but Mm -hmm. now you owe me for it. Like what? Yeah. (laughs) Like, yeah. What? Why give me a gift if I have to pay you for it? Yeah. Yeah. It has. It's kind of like that, uh, that thing that show the peripheral. Oh, I love I love that show so much. Yeah, like that that uh, that um, what like mob boss guy, right? Like mm-hmm. he he gives the guy money and he's like, no, 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 no just take it, just take oh, it. Oh yeah, and he's like, yeah. When you take money, you owe me something. Right after he took the it money was, and and he just stood there holding it, like mm-hmm. tried to give it back. And he was like, nope, you already took it. Now you owe me. Yep. Now you got to do what I ask you to do. Mm-hmm. It's really fucked up. Yeah, and I, I've met people like that before. You know, yeah, not not like quite to that extent, but like they'll pretend to do things out of the kindness of their heart, and then they're just like, "Hey, remember that thing I did for you?" And I was like, "And yeah. it makes a and it and if you're a genuinely good person who received the kindness, it makes you feel bad, and you and then you feel obligated. Mm-hmm. Fuck that. Yeah, not anymore. Not a not a kind person in their power. Yeah, a kind person in their power is gonna be like, "Here, take it back. Fuck you. Yeah. Bye." <laughs> Never going to take a gift from you again. Exactly. Yep. Yeah, uh, so- something else that was like very heavy on my mind was, was that whole like, but I love them thing. Um, That's kind of like been the reason that I've stayed in like really toxic relationships for way yeah. too long. And um, I don't know. It's, it's, it's like, now that I've gone through like a lot of changes and kind of uh, clearing out a lot of old traumas and like um, restructuring mm-hmm. internally, uh, it's it's become more obvious that it, the idea that you have to put up with shit just because you love with because you love with someone is not true. No, it's not true at all. What about you? What about your feelings? Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm sorry that you live with a raging asshole, but 
yeah. maybe you should move or grow some balls and step up and be like, hey, you're a raging asshole and it's making my living, my quality of life in this home uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <sighs> and like, um, I, don't know, I just know that like I, um, I put up with a lot in the past. Yeah. A lot of really, really bad stuff. And it it was always because I uh, I'm very loyal, you know. Yeah. It's like when I love someone, I, I yeah. Like when it when I love someone, I I, I love very um, genuinely mm-hmm. and deeply and loyally, you know. And like like I said earlier, a lot of people will try to take advantage of that. Right. There and, are people who will see it as an opportunity. Yes. Right. And it's it's not in me to hate anyone. I I've never hated anyone in my entire life. I have no desire to. Same. Um. But there there kind of comes a point came a point several times where it was just like, if I don't get out of this, it is going to kill me some way. Yeah. Um, Whether it be metaphorically or literally. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. Like I don't know. I had like like severe depression and like constant migraines all the time towards the ends of my uh, most of the like really bad relationships that I've been in. Yeah. Cause I just like, um, it's, it, it's almost like part of you knows that you have to get out Yeah, and you're fighting it because you're like, no, I can't because I love them. Mm-hmm. Right. You don't want to give up. Yeah. You don't want to. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, sunken cost fallacy. Mm-hmm. is very important to keep in mind there uh, for anybody that's not aware of that. Um, basically, it means uh, don't overcommit to a mistake just because you spent a lot of effort making it. Right. Yes. Yep. You can end up in some very, very bad situations as a result of that. Yes. Yes. Like if you realized you made a mistake apologize take responsibility for it and walk away because if you don't i promise you on every life experience that i've had if you choose to dig your heels in deeper on that one you're gonna end up in a very bad place yeah and that's uh that accurately describes the 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 latter uh points in most of my past relationships actually that like i don't know that's really really uncomfortable yeah and really bad and um, when you're not living your truth it it gets really uncomfortable yeah like you get depressed angry Mm -hmm. sad like all sorts of physically you'll start falling apart your health will decline Mm -hmm. like you were saying you had health issues i i think that like one of one uh, i mean there's so many but one of the best things that i have learned as far as dealing with toxic relationships and like actually in general is like if you make a mistake own it immediately mm-hmm. accountability 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 yeah. that's like what power is is mm-hmm. owning it good or bad you own it yep if you made a mistake be like shit i fucked up mm-hmm. i shouldn't have done that oh well i'm gonna do something different now do do what you can to make it right and move along yep like it is what it is yes and in my with, with, with like my experiences with those relationships, the the mistake that I made that I had to make right was um, staying in the relationship. Yep. Should have left a long time ago. Stuck around trying to make it work. Yep. But I don't know. It, 
lot of times it's like, um, I don't know, trying to perform CPR on roadkill. Yeah. And it's important to remember <laughs> the metaphor. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's true, though. But it's and it's also important to remember, even if it can work, even if you could see that progress is being made, you know, whatever, if if you're not it, it is there is nothing wrong with saying, you know what? I cannot handle this. I don't have it in me to untangle this level of, 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 of entanglement. You know, I I don't have it in me to hold space for this person. The best thing you can do for that person is walk away. Yes. Let somebody who can handle it hold space for them. Or Mm -hmm. maybe it's their lesson. They need to learn how to self-soothe. They need Mm -hmm. to learn how to untangle themselves by themselves. Yeah. And, and there is no shame. Don't let that person shame you into staying in a situation that will put you in the same state. Right. Like, and that's, that's very common. Uh, every time I've been in the bad relationships, um, you're just going to leave me like this. Yeah. uh, Partly that. And partly like, um, actively dragging you back down. Mm-hmm. Like you, you start to start to get a little bit better and then they just start acting like really um, unhappy with it. Like, well, like yeah, it's a problem. If you reach the point where you're willing to be independent and walk away, can't have that. Got to yeah. tear them back down. Mm-hmm. Make sure I keep control, you know, like yeah, it's, yeah. it's sick. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, it's your choice to stay or go. Yes. And I understand that sounds cold. But it, but it's true. Like, you have to find a way to leave if yes. it's that bad. Yep, absolutely. And a hugely humbling lesson that I received over the years, you can't fix anyone. Oh, yeah, no. All you can you hold can, space. You can hold space, you can help, you can assist in a lot of different ways, but you cannot fix anyone. Right. Everybody has to do their own healing themselves. Yep. You can ju- you can help if they are willing. If they're unwilling, nothing you can do. Please walk away. Yeah. Please. Yep. <laughs> yes. That's a a very bad situation waiting to happen. Sometimes yep. you just got to walk away. If the person does not want help, mm-hmm. stop offering. Yep. Stop even entertaining that connection. Mm-hmm. You need to walk away. Yep. That is dangerous. Period. If somebody's comfortable with being an abuser, a narcissist, and toxic, Mm -hmm. and you're not, (laughs) you need to walk away, or that kind of behavior is going to end up infecting you. When you when you connect with a monster, you either become one or you become stronger and you dip out. Yeah. Boom. Done. Yep. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. That's that was. so many times I've been in that situation where it's just like, um, you know, well, if I can just help them get better, then everything will be fine. But like, like, like I said earlier, there's this weird sort of convoluted power involved mm-hmm. in that kind of dynamic. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people get addicted to it and refuse to give it up. You know, that's why they refuse to give up control over me. <laughs> you know, yeah, not okay. Yeah. And I'm just like, nope. Uh, can't deal with that anymore. 
And at the end of the day, it's ultimately your choice. I think that's the revelation that fucked with me the most was like, wait, I didn't have to stay. Like, Mm -hmm. I didn't have to try and help this person. I didn't have to try and, you know, make it work and this, that, and other. Like, the entire time, I could have just been like, you know what? This isn't working. Bye. Yeah. And but like, you know, we're trained and programmed to believe that like we got to ride this shit out till the end. Yeah. No, you could get off the ride at any point. Yeah. Period. Yep. And, you know, um, that that's something else like um, something that is. Uh, has been really heavy on my mind lately. I'm, I'm not really sure why, but it, it's been really heavy on my mind lately that like, um, you know, we, uh, you and I've gone through some like pretty difficult times together. Um, we've had some, we've had some stuff, you know? Yeah. Um, and things got pretty dicey a few times. Um, even through like the worst of it, like I never once even remotely considered leaving at all. Yeah. Um, and I, I kind of, I don't want to say that this is completely accurate all the time, but I want to say part of me feels like if you are thinking about leaving, you should probably think harder. It's probably part of you knows that you need to get out. Yeah. And, and like we said earlier, like Ben said earlier, it's hard to see it while you're in it, Mm -hmm. but that these are little like red flags, little pings. If like you were saying, I've never, it's never crossed my mind to leave you ever. Why would I? We're poly. We can have multiple relationships. (laughs) Yeah. Why would we leave? Yes. Anyway. Um, but if it had, that would be a red flag. Yeah. Yeah. That would be like, wait a second. Hold on. Why am I consider? Why am I even considering this as an option? Period. Right. Right. That's where you start. Mm-hmm. If if you have that thought, I should leave. Then you should probably explore that. Yes. That's my bad. Orion decided he was going to jailbreak nap time. Yeah. And play in the living room while we're trying to record a podcast. Yes. What turd? Anyway. <laughs> Seriously. At the end of the day. If you even have, if you even consider I might need to leave this person, you need to explore that. Yes. Period. Yes. Deeply. If um, it even, if it shouldn't even enter your mind if you're meant to be there. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. I, That's I, also why I, I don't play the whole like, I'm breaking up with you. Oh, Just kidding. Yeah. That. Oh, oh that's God. such bullshit to do to somebody. Like, you don't love that person. I'm yeah. sorry. That if is, you're going to break up every five, every time you don't get what you want, you don't love them. Yeah. Period. That's, that's, I don't know. I, I've, I've seen some people do that when they're like really, uh, like in a really, really bad space and they get like really confused and don't know what they want. Right. But most of the time that I've seen that it's been, uh, narcissistic, abusive manipulation, bullshit. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Like in deliberately instilling a sense of insecurity. Right. Like, you know, trying to make you walk on eggshells. Right. So that, you know, so you could lose all this. Yeah. If you don't do as I say, mm-hmm. look yeah. at all of this that you could lose. Think about it. Yeah. Oh, what a loss. Yeah. To lose a manipulative, abusive, narcissistic asshole who will fuck with your emotions to have control over you and fulfill their own weird 
power game needs. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty messed up. Sounds like a win for you. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I'm just saying, yeah. like, I don't know. I I guess, like, when I was young and stupid, I would entertain stuff like that. I don't remember. I don't remember ever dealing with that kind of stuff. Yeah. But, I, like. I actually did. Not not quite to that extent, but I, I did have somebody pull something, like, um, a little bit minor that was kind of encroaching in that territory. Right. There, there was somebody, like, I think I told you about this before. There was somebody, like. Um, back in my early twenties, right? Mm. Uh, somebody that I had a huge crush on, right? And I don't even know why she wasn't even that interesting. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> it was, right? It was like you know, I, I, I was I was young and dumb. Uh, I had like this big crush on this on this girl, and like we were talking like all of this stuff, and she was talking about like um talking about like her abusive ex boyfriend like physically and emotionally abusive and all of this stuff. Right. And then like, you know, I, I finally tell her that I had a crush on her and I wanted to ask her out. And she's just like, eh, I don't know. Blah, 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 blah. I'm like, oh, okay, that's fine. Um, Fully respected it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and she's like, I'm gonna, and then she tries to say that she tells me that she's going to go back to her abusive boyfriend. And I was just like, okay, have fun with that. Right. And like she, she got pissed at me. That you didn't get upset. Yeah. Because that was the intention yes. for what she did. Exactly. She wanted to see you upset. Yeah. How sick is that? Exactly. To be like, I'm going to say something that I know should hurt your feelings to see that I have the power to make you hurt. Mm-hmm. Like, that's disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. I bet you lost interest immediately. I did. Yeah. I did. Anybody who... I was just like, well, thank you for showing me who you you really are. Yeah. Can you imagine how that would have turned out? (laughs) Like, had you been like, well, she's hot, so maybe I should. She wasn't. No. Oh, okay. (laughs) Well, there you go. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. That's wild. Yeah. Yeah. Weird times. Very. (laughs) Yeah. I've seen seen women do that. Like, Mm -hmm. I've... Uh, back in my Lebanese days (laughs) back when I I genuinely believed I was only going to be with women for like 10 years Mm -hmm. back in the I would uh, those relationships Jesus you want to talk about some games I probably I could probably count on one hand the amount of healthy lesbian relationships I've seen not even a full hand like that's just games just oh that sounds unpleasant oh yeah. No. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. It just. I don't think it matters, though. I mean, girls, in my opinion, in my experience, I'm speaking from my personal experience here. So please, gender studies grads, don't get mad at me. I'm just speaking from personal observation rather than la la land. Uh, my personal observation has been in female relationships. There's a lot more going on than in. <laughs> Male, female, or male, male. I have not had the honor or pleasure of seeing many other. Like, I'm just saying, uh, if you, I guess it doesn't matter. If you have to play games to maintain a connection, you are in a toxic relationship. If you have to lie, manipulate, do anything shady to maintain a connection with someone, you are in a toxic connection, period. Yes, If you are not allowed to be your authentic self exactly as you are and express yourself in any way you see fit, 
If you're not allowed to be your authentic self, you're in a toxic situation. And the real fucked up part is if your authentic self is toxic and you're not allowed to be that, then you're in a toxic connection. It's real twisted. Everything is paradoxical. Like it's (laughs) fucked up. It's fucked up because there are people on this planet who are my definition of just toxic as shit. And that's just who they are. Yeah. And I rather just keep my distance from those people. Like I don't want to change anybody period. It's not my job Mm -hmm. that would disrupt my peace. You know, I, I maintain peace by allowing others to be who they are. As best I can. I am human and I have moments where I get disappointed by my own expectations, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. But including these assholes who enjoy inflicting pain on other people. Right. If I try to change that about them, that is painful for them. Mm -hmm. So then that makes me exactly like them. And I'm like, hmm, I'll just keep my distance. Help where I can. And that's that. Yes. Ranty, ranty, ramble, ramble. Yeah. But But necessary. Yes. The thing about like the whole toxic thing, right? Like some people just their authentic self is toxic, right? Right. To us. Right. Um, And it just kind of like. It's just not compatible and that's it. Yeah. It just kind of like kind of struck me, right? Um, I remember there was this thing. I don't even know if it's still a thing um, because like too many people drink bottled water. But anyway, um, I know that this sounds totally freaking random, but it'll make more sense in just a second. Right. There was this thing um, when I was younger, and whenever people would travel abroad, um, people would just say, don't drink the water, right? Right. Um, especially when people go to, like, uh, I don't know, Mexico and South America for some reason. Right. It was, like, this whole thing about, like, don't drink the water, right? And mm-hmm. and I, I was just like, what the hell is that all about? Right. So, you know, me and Mr. Curious, I had to figure out where that came from, mm-hmm. right? And... I always thought it was just kind of this, like, kind of um, looking down at their nose, like, oh, you don't want to drink the water there because those people are gross. Right. Right. Yeah. But, but what what it actually was, was is that uh, a lot of places, um, I mean, uh, back then, the water supply in the U.S. was actually drinkable back in those days right you yeah. could actually drink tap water back then right um but you know that's that was that's a thing of the past here now mm-hmm. um but anyway um uh, the, the 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 water supplies in a lot of places um just have natural uh bacteria in them right which is totally fine as long as you're used to it right and like you know uh, if you're not used to it and you drink it and your immune system doesn't know how to handle it, you'll get like really uh, sick. Yeah. You'll get re- get really sick. And, um, but, but the people who live there, they've just been drinking it their whole life. So it doesn't bother them. Right. right? Cause they're used to it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And uh, there's, um, uh, I don't know. Uh, there's certain like toxic, uh, behaviors that um i kind of got used to right right but they were still toxic right you know <laughs> yeah yeah but like you know the, some things like um yeah I, I don't know like uh, most um nightshades are extremely poisonous to us right birds eat it just fine mm. you know yeah i get it <laughs> anyway sorry i zoned out for a second <laughs> oh you're right <laughs> it happens yeah yep 
And I so got like a little rambling. getting used to it makes it okay. Um, in certain situations. In certain situations. Uh, well, yeah. Tolerance. Yeah. And, and it, there's a difference between true tolerance and faking it. Because I used to fake it all the time. I thought I was okay with everything. Oh, yeah. You I pretend. I was, yeah. I thought I was okay with being treated like shit. Right. But no. And uh, I think a lot of that's like, um, I am not comfortable being in a relationship that is a fight. I don't oh, like yeah. It. No, fuck that. Yeah. And, and like, I, I feel like that if, if there was somebody who was like kind of brash and abrasive that got with somebody who was like naturally controlling and manipulative, they would just like kind of balance each other out and cancel each other out. Right. That's fine. I don't want any part of that, but they can make it work if they want to. Right. You know? Yeah. I mean, if that's your thing, cool. Yeah. yeah. Like some people like that. Yeah. I mean, that's cool. Yeah. Not me. Not my thing. Mm-mm. Uh, yeah. No, I, I actually met somebody one time that was like, she would pick fights with her boyfriend like all the time. Um, because she said that the sex was better when they were mad when they were at, mad each, at each, other. each other. So she just kept them mad at each other. Yeah, yeah. that shit's wild. I know it's a friggin' weird. I don't understand it, but I mean, it worked for them. So yeah, if, that's cool. I guess what happens between two consenting adults is nobody else's business. Period. Right. Uh, I was just like that. That's weird. <laughs> yeah, I don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Anyway. Anyway. You know what toxic it is. Talk. Talk. Talk, you let's try that again. <laughs> you know what toxic is. Yes. If it doesn't feel good, it needs to be explored. If you're in a constant state of stress, fear, anxiety, you're afraid to talk to somebody that you claim to love, mm-hmm. uh, you're probably in a toxic connection. Yes. Like if you can't go, if you can't express your emotions, if you can't express your concerns authentically, you're in a toxic connection. Yes. Period. 100%. And if you are one of those people who will not allow anybody to disagree with you, if you're one of those people who, when somebody comes to you and is like, Hey, I have this thing that you're, that I want to talk to you about because it makes me uncomfortable. And your response to that is well, fuck you. You don't deserve my time. I don't. I shouldn't have to change for you. Do you know all I've been through up until now? Do you know why I am the way I am? Then you don't give a fuck about anybody. And you especially don't give a shit about the person who is expressing their concern to you, period. Mm-hmm. You are the toxic person. And that should be addressed. If yeah. you would like to work it out. If you like being a toxic person, go find other toxic people to be toxic with. Yeah. Create your little poison plant garden. <laughs> <laughs> and and just you know infect each other and it'll it'll be fun it'll be a good time you could treat each other exactly how you've been treating others you could feel what it feels like yeah but that's not fun is it <laughs> it's not fun to to bully a bully mm. it's only fun to bully people who don't deserve it right yep yeah thought so yep yep toxic ass motherfuckers <laughs> at least i'm aware of my toxic traits yeah I own them. I'm like, yep, that's it. That's the one. Fuck it. You Mm -hmm. know, if it's if it ever gets to the point where it's hurting somebody or or causing someone who is directly in my life some sort of discomfort, then I'll work on it. If it's a stranger on the Internet, they can hit the block button and fuck off. (laughs) Like, I'm not here (laughs) to change who I am for anybody else. Yeah. Period. Exactly. Exactly. Fuck a brand. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. I, th- I don't know. 
I don't know why it's been like the the whole concept has been so heavy on my mind lately. It's been there's been a lot of things around it, a lot mm-hmm. of messages around walking away from things that no longer serve us. Yep. Yeah. It's hard. It's it is. hard because it is you're very hard. You're stepping into the unknown. You're leaving the the comfort of the known. Mm-hmm. And you're stepping into the unknown. And when you step into the unknown, you can't really see what's there. You might get a couple a couple little glimpses, but you don't really know where you're going to go. But when you get to the point where you know anywhere is better than where you're currently at, then you know it's time to take that leap of faith. Yes. And to walk, to step into, into that unknown space and see what happens. Yeah. Uh, Speaking from experience, it could be awesome. Like magic, the unknown, the void, the ether, the, the universe, whatever you want to call it, that area of unexplored space is where creation happens. It's where magic mm-hmm. happens. It's where miracles happen. And I rather enjoy it scares the shit out of me. I still I just do it scared. <laughs> like it scares the ever living shit out of me to step into that space. But I do it anyway because even when I come out of that space and I see what I've created while in that space of of creation. And I see it manifest in the 3D, even when what manifests in the 3D is scary and destructive, it always leads to something better, mm-hmm. like a, a, literal magic, literal miracles. And yep. it's just like, well, shit, I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing because it's working. Mm-hmm. And that's that. Yeah. Yeah. Step away. Walk away from what you know you need to walk away from and step into the unknown and take your power back and create magic yes and that i i really wish i had realized a long time ago um that there is no shame in walking away from something that you just either can't fix or don't have the resources to fix or don't want to or don't want to yeah. you don't have to want to it doesn't make you a bad person to say this is not for me yeah and if it's not for you you know it's not for you. Um, I I have had a, a bad problem in the past with lying to myself. <laughs> I know? gotta stay. Gotta make it work. Yeah. yeah. Nope, no, you don't have course. to. You don't have to. Um, if the other person isn't interested in making it work, there is absolutely, literally nothing in the entire universe you can do to make them want to make it work. Right. Because, I don't know, if they're in that power position, that sort of like negative um, using their bad spaces to control you, they, they there's no reason for them to want to make it work because it's already working for them just like they want. Right, exactly. Yeah. And why would you want to do that? Like yeah. just if somebody's comfortable where they're at and their comfortable authenticity does not blend well with your comfortable authenticity, walk away. Yep. Leave that space open for the right one for both of you. Mm-hmm. Like, how can the right one come into your life when the wrong one is holding that space? Yep. Period. Yes. Let it go. Work towards moving on. Work Mm -hmm. towards, you know, healing what that connection did in you. Extract the the diamonds. There's, There's so much wisdom and knowledge that will come from healing all of that horrible stuff that happened. Mm -hmm. And you will move forward wiser. And somebody who is more 
in alignment with your new frequency as you rise back up into who you are meant to be, who you were before you were tore down to nothing, you're going to attract a partner into your life who will not only adore and love that, but nurture it. Yes. And and ignite that fire into mm-hmm. a, it will not even ignite it for you. They're going to help you hold space for you while you allow your fire to grow and, and rage again. Yes. And the person that tried to put it all out can fuck all the way off because mm-hmm. they wanted to steal your fire so that you couldn't shine. And that's really it. Yep, exactly. And I think, yeah, uh, I, I, I think that the, that last bit very important. Um, if, if you, if you think back, um, it, it, like if you're in a relationship and you're not sure if it's toxic or not, or if you're not sure if it's working or not, just think through, um, when was the last time you were nurtured and supported and allowed to just be allowed? You? Yeah. Allowed to just be you. When was the last time, um, you were encouraged to grow? When was mm. the last time they helped you to grow? If That's you, a big one. If, if if you can't answer that, that might be a very, very big problem. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I think that's going to be it for this episode. Boy, it was rambly, wasn't it? Yeah. Not as rambly as most of our episodes. That's true. We were a little more focused, but, yeah. you know, ADD-ish <laughs> and, you know, you know the drill. Yes. Have a great day or night. Bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Waterglow Podcast. You can find us at podcast.waterglow.net. You can also find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Samsung Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, Amazon Music, TuneIn, Stitcher, iHeartRadio. Pretty much anywhere where you find podcasts, we're probably there. If you want to support the show, become a patron on patreon.com slash waterglow. If you'd like to contact the show, you can email us at podcast at waterglow.net. Thank you for listening, everyone.